Right on, right on, right on. Live right. Live right. In the real world. Right on radio. Right on radio. Live right in the real world is the tagline of the show. One of the taglines. And what do I mean by that? Well, we'll show you the real world. And you decide how to live right in it. Because you are a free will unit. Hey, glad to be back. It's been a little bit over a week. Uh, Thank you for your patience. I normally don't like to miss slots and show times. I do this, you know, full time now, but uh, my wife and I went away camping. Uh, We had to schedule it five months in advance. That's how hard it is to get uh, camping reservations where I live or close to it. We really can't go far because we have elderly parents but we had a blessed time. Uh, we really enjoyed each other. We enjoyed it. And, and the Lord just was incredible to us with relationships that we met and, you know, the time that we shared and the time we shared with the Lord. Uh, unfortunately, towards the end of it, there was a, an incident with my family and uh, kind of, you know, just had to, we packed up and left and I had to start dealing with some stuff. We've, we've got a couple elderly parents, uh, both my wife and, and myself, and uh, it's it's challenging at this point. So we've been camping because we have to stay kind of close to home right now. And that's just a, a bit of my circumstance. But nonetheless, it is good to be back. And I got back last night. Uh, I wanted to be home in time to join the prayer, our narrow path uh, prayer ministry team. Um, Really miss it. It's been Saturday and Wednesday I miss now, and that is a regret. But it is part of life, and, you know, there's always other things that uh, come up sometimes. But today I've got an interesting show for you. If you don't like scripture or you don't want to hear the truth, you might want to just go away now. (laughs) I'm going to be playing a video in a couple minutes that uh, I didn't think I would be adding to the show, but it just seems appropriate at this time. One of the big takeaways from being away and my internet was terrible. So in fact, the only thing that would load was YouTube. Somehow YouTube pulls off getting video with, you know, a half a bar of cell signal. And I couldn't get, you know, a picture to download in Telegram or anything. So it was hard to stay on top of the news. And that's probably a good thing. But if there's one thing that I took away is that times are worse than you think. And one of the things that was very sad to me, and and I had known certain things, but there's a 
preacher who I really learned a lot from and loved how deep he dove into the word. Um, I'm not doing an expose on this. Well, I'll just name him Chuck Missler. Uh, I'm not doing an expose on him right now. But there's indisputable evidence that he's one of them, folks. And you look at the entire state of the church, um, there's very few that are good. Narrow is the path. Wide is the gate to destruction. But narrow is the path. And when you look at the church, it's bad. When you look at the patriot movement, it's bad. And I don't know if this is foreknowledge and educated guess, but I think part of the plan is, and if you know, I've been, the Great Awakening has demonic roots. It's not from God, folks. Um, the Great Reset is not from God. And it seems that there's some camps who give you a choice of one or the other, dark to light. It's not good. The connections and a lot of your favorite podcasters, I think, are going to be the first to fall because many of them are trying to be in two camps. If you're trying to be a Christian or presenting yourself as a Christian, and you're talking about ascension and stuff like that. Listen, the devil don't care about those people. The devil's going to spit them up. And God has a, a reputation for the kind of judgments he brings on. And unfortunately, I'm coming to the conclusion of why they're put there and they're controlled. They're all connected folks. They're all connected. Um, I'm really glad to say that God has protected me and pulled me away. I could have easily been sucked into this thing easily. It all sounds good, right? And, you know, I mentioned about the top end of the broadcast live right in the real world is one of the uh, statements or taglines of the show. Another one is be the Berean. Search out the scriptures for yourself. And I really have to thank my sister Angie for introducing that tagline. And I just, as soon as I heard it, it was like, you know, wow, that's it. That's it. And I think that, just her uttering those words has helped me. And if you follow and you're part of this community, I think it's God's grace on you as well as on me that we are on the narrow path and 
what I'm going to share with you today. Oh, let me finish the thought about the influencers. When they fall, when you find out these people you trusted and you followed for the last three, five, 10 years, 20 years, you see, when they fall, there's something that's going to happen. The people like yourself who are quote unquote awake, you are the people who will fight because you know. You're the ones who will stand up because you actually know and understand what is going on. But when all the people who led you in the movement fall, you won't fight. And that's what they're betting on. You heard it here first on Right On Radio. As I say, I don't know if that's foreknowledge or just a conclusion that I've come to. But sounds right to me. Tell me what you think in the comments. So on to today's show. I came back, got home last night, and I spent about three, four hours catching up on the news. And then, you know, nothing jumped out at me. And I'm praying, Lord, what would you have me share today? And this morning, again, I finished catching up. I'm actually totally caught up on the news. And I was asking the Lord, what will you have me share? And an overwhelming sense came over me that None of that stuff is important. <laughs> None of it. Not saying I'm not going to cover the news. In fact, I plan on doing a pod beam live at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, tomorrow being Friday. Uh, so if you're catching this show on Thursday, please join Friday on pod beam for the live. And I'm going to give some thoughts on things like the sound of freedom, which I haven't made any public comments on yet. But when I was going through and I'm asking the Lord, what would you have me say? I got one word. And that was arc. Arc. So then I started searching the scriptures and I have the word of the Lord for you today. And it's amazing with all these professional preachers that are out there, professional speakers, pastors of churches. Here you have a, you know, a guy that, uh, Rides a Harley Davidson and would, you know, most people would see me on the side of the road and think I'm scum. But yet I'm going to bring you the truth of the word of the Lord. And if you don't think the Lord speaks through me, I'm going to give you a personal guarantee. Actually, that means nothing. Never mind that. I'm going to speak the word of God today. 
and you're either going to hear it or you're not going to hear it. But what you will get is the word of the Lord. And when I searched through all the news and everything, and he gave me this one word, ark, I'm going to read you what he gave me. And it's not a prophecy. It's nothing like that. You know me. But I'm going to start off with a video. And this has been circulating, I guess it's probably about a week old now, maybe two. Time is disappearing. Called The Final Battle 2024. It's four minutes long. It's a Trump campaign video. And if you're listening on Podbean, you're going to hear the song in the air tonight by Genesis. Uh, I will post the video and telegram so everyone can see it. If you're only listening on uh, Podbean, or you can Google it, Final Battle, Trump 2024. And it's very interesting this video it has some sound clips in between you'll hear some clips of trump talking but how they whoever made the video and it wasn't trump obviously uh himself but i it is a uh, official campaign video you know probably from scavino and the crew the way they place images over the words is very interesting and very telling and you might be wondering, by the time I get to the end of this particular broadcast, why I played this video. If you've been listening to the words that I've spoken about the Great Awakening and what's happening in the church, I think you will well pray and ask God, why? Why? And I'm not coming out against Trump. I want to be clear on that. Um, I want Trump to win for many reasons. But it seems that Trump has had a uh, foreknowledge of many things, and he seems very confident that he will win 2024. I believe he will. You know, just another sign that Trump knows things that are going to happen. Remember throughout his campaign in 2016 and his campaign in 2020, he always had the placard in front of the podium. You know, he was text to 88022. He always had that text eight eight oh two two. Did you know that his Marilago was raided on the eighth day of the eighth month of twenty two? There's no coincidences in this world. So watch and listen to this video, and I hope you'll stick around for the word of the Lord.
let me just pull up the screen. I'll see you in about eh, three and a half minutes or so.
well done campaign video. That was really well done. Did you hear him speak those clips in between and the timing of the clips? I think it kind of tells a story on its own. I might have to do a decode on that video alone. Listen, right before I get to the... Uh, the word I have for you. Just a couple things I got to put out there. You know, when you look at what's happening in Canada and Australia, uh, the UK, the things they're doing to our foods, uh, the United States as well, of course. And what they're doing against wellness products. They're developing legislation right now to harm the natural because the natural wellness has increased so much over the last few years. It's really been a backfire on the pharmacia and on, you know, people are resilient and people do come back, and people do stand up, and people do fight. So now what they're doing is they are creating legislation. They're going to basically legislate wellness companies out of business. That's their goal. One of their many evil goals. And you have to understand the battle we are about to go into. It's already started, but I think it's going to heat up, folks. Um, they're going to pull out all the stops. You, we know they're poisoning your air. We know they're poisoning your food. We know they're contaminating your soil. They're contaminating the water supplies. And if many, many of you, just a real interesting point that you know, Tucker Carlson did a interview with Andrew Tate. I watched the whole thing. It was quite interesting. Andrew Tate's a well-spoken guy. I know there's a lot of evidence against him, but I'm not going to discuss that. But both Tucker and Andrew Tate agreed on one thing. There's famine coming. They're going to be pulling out all the stops. It's going to be a perfect storm. This is what I feel is coming. I'm not prophesying, but if if you think about it, you're one of these deletes and your back is against the wall and all the truth is coming out against you. You're going to fight for your life. It's not just about money and power anymore. Now it's about survival. And they're willing to do just about anything. One of the things I highly suggest to you, the products have made a difference in my life and we have so many testimonials. I should read some of them to you sometime, but go to mylibertystand.com. Make the switch. Get on something healthy. Get on something the cabal doesn't control because we actually control the supply chain protect yourself, protect your family, go to my Liberty stand.
Facebook.com. It's not going to cost you any more. You already have to buy stuff. You may as well buy it from a patriotic company and support people like me and a lot of the people in the right on radio community. It actually does help us. You know, the company actually doesn't even make money off of us. It's kind of funny how it works. We've created our own economy at mylibertystand.com. And one of the other things that, again, is probably one of the scariest things, you know, we're hearing all this talk about nuclear and stuff like that. It's most likely to be cyber. But it's not if, it's when we get hit with cyber attacks. I don't think it'll be nationwide. I could be wrong. I hope I'm not wrong, but they are coming. And if nothing in your house works, nothing, your phone doesn't work, you know, you could put your phone in a Faraday box, but if the towers are gone, it's not going to work, folks. But you can protect your house, and you can protect your cars and stuff like that, so you can go and find your loved ones. You can gather. Because when it happens, you know, you've got 24 to 48 hours to make your moves to get in touch with those because after 72 hours chaos can and will ensue and with what they're doing with the invasion across the border in the united states and stuff like that i personally think it's they're going to wait to pull the trigger on that till the day trump is elected but you can protect yourself and you'll be able to reach out and find your loved ones if you as long as you have gas in your car Go to empshield.com and use promo code ROR to save 50 bucks. Listen, it's going to cost you 300 bucks, but 300 bucks on a $20,000 car, a $10,000 car, a $40,000 car or more. What, what are you thinking by not having one? Honest to goodness. Go to empshield.com, use the coupon code ROR, save $50 per device. All right, just let me change the screen here, and I'll give you what the Lord gave me. And of course, I prayed for the Holy Spirit to speak through me in this. I pray that you will receive the word that I have for you today. And if you stick around to the end, I'm going to pray for you as well. And it'll be those who hear the prayer. I pray the Lord will bless each and every one of you. So as I mentioned, the Lord gave me the word ark. So of course I started studying the 230 odd verses that contain the word ark. What are you trying to tell me, Lord? And obviously there's Noah's ark and there's the ark of the covenant. And I'm reading through all these scriptures and I'm, oh, Lord, what are you trying to say to me? And then I looked up the etymology of the word ark. 
And that brought me to where this is going to go. Let me start off by reading um, three verses from Genesis. Genesis 6, verses 5 to 8. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of mankind was great on earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of their hearts was only evil continuously. So the Lord was sorry that he had made mankind, and he was grieved in his heart. Then the Lord said, I will wipe out mankind from whom I've created from the face of the land, mankind and animals as well, and crawling things and the birds of the sky, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. Is it wicked today? God regretted making man. Now, after the, the waters had receded and stuff like that, if you go into Genesis 8, the Lord said, you know what? Man's heart is wicked from the beginning, and he had the salvation plan. Obviously, he had it before he created the world, but these are the words that he spoke to us. In his word. But he was hurt in his heart. And he's a loving father. If you know the character of God. A father reproves his child. This is how a child learns. So God can harsh out. Can put out some harsh penalties and we suffer because of our sin and he suffers with us especially if he know if you know him and he knows you but he disciplines those whom he loves and he judges those who have not chosen him Luke 17 verses 25 to 27. But first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. Let me just stop there for a moment. Think of the state of the church. Think of the... People want their ears tickled now. They want to be inclusive. And just as it happened in the days of Noah, so it will also be in the days of the Son of Man. People were eating and they were drinking they were marrying and they were being given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them. 
you know, in Revelation, it says it'll be like the days in Noah, also actually, or Thessalonians. We're in those days. But this time, it's the days of the Son of Man. I truly believe this is why the Lord has given me this word. <clears throat> but the good news is when I looked up the etymology, the root meaning of the word ark, well, it's a container, but it's a very special container. It's a container of the refuge and protection of God himself. So with all these things that come, we who are on the narrow path can be in the ark. And here comes the good news. <clears throat> he gave me John 15. And this is, I believe, straight from God to you. This is Jesus speaking. I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser every branch in me that does not bear fruit he takes away those who are unsaved and every branch that bears fruit he prunes so it may bear more fruit you you you, beloved, <laughs> are already clean because of the words I have spoken to you. Remain in me and I in you, just as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, but must remain in the vine. Oh, excuse me, I got an itchy throat. <coughs> So neither can you unless you remain in me. Just stop for a second. The ark. I am the vine and you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Sorry, I got to keep pausing here. When are we going to realize that? That apart from him, we can do nothing. That implies a couple things. We should do something, but we should do it in him. <laughs> Is the gospel that simple? I think so. If anyone does not remain in me, 
he is thrown away like a branch that dries up and they gather them and they throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My father is glorified by this, that you bear much fruit. And so prove to be my disciples. Just as the Father has loved me, I also have loved you. Remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and remain in his love. These things I've spoken to you so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be made full. These are not words to say, to get you to question your salvation. These are not words for you to say, well, I haven't done enough for the Lord. You can't do it. You can't do it. It's only in him. Verse 12. This is my commandment. Right on radio community. That's obviously my insert. That you love one another. Just as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this that a person will lay down his life for his friends. Jesus speaking, you are my friends. Because all things that I've heard from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you would go and bear fruit and that your fruit would remain so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give to you. This I command you, that you love one another. Just a slight pause. Um, There's a person who I met and had wanted to come on the show. Her name is Sheila. Sheila Holm. Very nice person. I never did let her on the show. She's very much involved in the Great Awakening Tour, by the way. But you know what? She does not she teaches continuously not to pray in Jesus' name. And I just find it odd when I read verse 16. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you would go and bear fruit and that your fruit would remain. So whatever you ask of the Father in my name, says Jesus, he may give you. This I command that you love one another. 
I got to start calling all these people out, you know, with their own words. If you don't trust, you don't believe me on Sheila Holm, you're a big fan, go listen to her stuff. <clears throat> Let's finish this off because this is important. You know, I used to wish that uh, the channel, and the channel was getting quite big at one point in time. And don't get me wrong, we've still got about 80,000 people in our community in general. 10,000 people will watch the shows regularly or listen. But I used to think it would go bigger because, well, quite honestly, I, I think I'm more talented than some of the people just in my natural giftings. And it's a lot of stuff, but when I reflect on it, the Lord has shown me and you so much mercy, and he's protected me so many times. And I know he's doing it for you as well. God is so good. Verse 18, again, I'm in... Uh, I'm in the book of John 15, chapter 15. Listen to this. If the world hates you, you know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of this world, but I chose you out of this world. Because of this, the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a slave is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you as well. If they followed my word. They will follow yours also. But all these things they will do to you on account of my name, because they do not know the one who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would not have sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. The one who hates me hates my father also. If I had not done among them the works which no one else did, they would not have sin. But they have both seen and hated me and my father as well. But this has happened so that the word that is written in their law will be fulfilled. They hated me for no reason. Oh, he's calling out the synagogue of Satan there, folks. <laughs> If, you, if you're curious, if he's talking about someone specifically, that's who he's pointing out. Who happens to run the world? And just finishing off, when the helper, the Holy Spirit comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, namely the Spirit of Truth, who comes from the Father, 
he will testify about me. And you are testifying as well because you have been with me from the beginning. Here's my addition. In his ark. We are in his protection. You're in his bosom. And no matter, even if you have sin in your life, I do. God loves me. He loves you. He will protect you. And those things that you ask in his name, he promises, just like he promises the Holy Spirit will dwell in you. But of course, we don't ask for things of the world. We ask for things of the Spirit. Some of that will manifest in the world. Of course, everything starts in the Spirit. But we ask for things in the Spirit that are in alignment with God's will. You know, right now, I'm praying a lot for my dad. And if you would join me in that prayer, I'd thank you for it. And I pray he heals my dad. I he pray all kinds of things. But my number one prayer that I know God is going to answer is that I pray that no matter how many days my father has left, that he can live them out with dignity. And I know that's in alignment with the heart of the Father because we're commanded to honor our fathers and our mothers. So I use that as just an example. But I just got to say it. If you're down on your luck uh, financially right now, Welcome to the Trust Jesus Club. Let me first just give you a warm welcome. Don't pray, Lord, give me abundant money. Lord, bring the sorrow to sorrow on. Lord, we need a jubilee. Although that would be nice, granted. But just simply... Say, Lord, I trust you. You are my provision. And I serve you, Lord. And believe it. And he will answer that prayer. And he might. I'm, I'm speaking to someone here. I don't know who. But he might take away a few things from you. Maybe you have things in your life that are a distraction 
believe it or not. The more we have, the more responsibility we have. And let's face it, they're things of the world. Obviously, we all need and want a home. Having transportation is a benefit. Jesus walked. <laughs> I'm just saying, the Lord will answer the prayer. And when he answers it, because he loves you, he's going to answer in a way that puts you on the right and narrow path and brings you closer to him. It might be a little bit painful at first, but in the long run, he is our provider. And through the challenges that are coming, and there's no denying there's challenges coming, you can't read the word of God without knowing the challenges are coming. He will protect you. But remember, apart from him, you can do nothing. But you should do something because it's the opposite is implied. You should do something if you're able, but do it in him. And prayerfully. I'm going to pray for you now. Lord Jesus. Our confidence in you. Is beyond measure. Surely the one who can speak creation into existence and also wipe it out and then rebuild it from eight people and the animals in the ark. And Lord, even with the Ark of the Covenant, how your presence went along with that container. But now, Lord, that you've completed your work, you are our ark. And I pray that everyone hears, that hears the sound of my voice, no matter what they're going through, health, finances, depression, not feeling worthy, or even the opposite, being pulled into the world when you've already pulled them out. That brings suffering as well. So, Lord, I pray whatever it is in my life, in anyone that you've given into this community, Lord, I pray you bring those thoughts as they're praying along with this right now into their minds about those personal things and that you give them some answers. Even, even right now, Lord, I can't command timing, but I can ask in Jesus' name. And you love each and every one, so I ask that you 
speak to anyone who's praying along with this. Lord, that you be that quiet, still voice in their mind right now. And you give them answers that lead them back to you, to your glory, and on the narrow path. I pray for each one for increased faith. And Lord, that you're, the Holy Spirit will increase the desire in each one to be the Berean and search out your word and not trust man, including this man, myself I speak of. But Lord, I pray you keep me on the narrow path and I pray I will honor you with this broadcast because it only comes from you. I would have quit long ago if it wasn't for you, Jesus. Your will be done on heaven, in heaven as it is on earth, or on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name. God bless each and every one of you. You know, when reading John 15 there, it says that I'm commanded to love you. That's a good command. By the way, you're commanded to love me. <laughs> Just want to remind you. I think I have to remind my wife of that every once in a while. <laughs> but you know what? I'm commanded to love you. And so many of you, if we had met in person apart from this, it's not likely you would even say a word to me or I to you, perhaps. Different generations, different ways of life. But somehow the Lord, in his great ways, has brought us together. And I say it with full conviction from the bottom of my heart that I love you. God bless each and every one of you. And I know I love you and you should love me. But regardless, you should love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself. And make a difference in your community. Tell them about Jesus. Start doing it now, folks. Get them into the ark. Amen. <laughs>